I'm going to try to start moving back to start on time, which is only five minutes after the original time. So uh, we just have to synchronize a little better with downstairs, and we'll try to work on that. So let me take care of two smaller questions that were sent in a week or two ago. We're still going to go back to what we were discussing last night about the censorship. That answer that we gave last night, I think, is an important aside. We hope it's correct in terms of changing things on a global level in terms of the whole Messiah versus an individual. It doesn't sound like that from the way it's usually quoted, whether you're quoting the Amshar Shlomo, just to explain the Amshar Shlomo, or Amosha seems to give the Hesher Shnample on that we actually Pascal like him. So Amosha was discussing it with the Gemara, with Achinoata, which would fit in holidays. That's the original example, and that was the Rosh Sanhedrin. And the very, very big Shaila will be if an individual is asked to the office or in an interview, but a one-off interview, not as the uh, Pesach of Klai in charge of the Messiah, then would it be Harvayavar? And if it's not, how bad is it? Hefzid. Hefzid Muba, Hefzid Muat. That's a big nafkamina. So we're going to go back to that because it's actually going to be no to the base of Levi. We're going to start tonight. Interestingly enough, the Miri that's quoted, so we'll see that uh, either tomorrow or next week. So let's, uh, the two Shailas... Unrelated, so Bensi um, asked about the Morkov. As we know from his previous emails, he's very into planting things and the like, or taking out totem poles or uh, other such exciting things. So I mentioned that one of the examples they bring Araya from Lufneiver is if an Akum comes, a gardener comes and he brings trees that are Morkov and he plants in the yard, and he sees you, and you see him, and he knows you're going to see him, and you don't say anything. So it's also, is that in violation of Amir Lakum because you're basically telling him to do it? Because he can't just come and do it without your approval. So, is it only Amir Lakum? Amir Lakum is also Bashari Sir. Or, some people can say, it's also Lifneiver, because the Rambam probably holds that it's also for Gaim as well, even though it's not the original Zion Mitzvah. And by letting him do it, I'm aiding and abetting, even though I didn't suggest in the first place. So we mentioned that example two weeks ago, and I happened to mention that even after you have it, watering could be an issue. So he has apparently uh, seen many of them. He says there's a certain tree which uh, appears in many people's gardens. It looks like a weeping willow together with something else. And it's really a um, cherry tree. Anybody here must you know what he's referring to, but he says it's pretty, uh, it's pretty rampant, and um, we water it. So happens to be that the Chaznish does say that even after it's there, you can't be makayim it and further its growth and sustain it. And he holds it's in, it's at least in the Sederah Bonham. There she does a hold it's Motelagamre. The sheet as a whole, it depends on if it's vade, a grafted tree. A lot of times it's very hard, halakhali and scientifically, lahavdo, but it's the same thing. You have to, same thing meaning we're trying to find the categories. It doesn't match their categories necessarily, just because they make up categories, but often it dovetails. You have to figure out what's minoy and what's not. You have so many different, sometimes hundreds of types of apples and the like, 
not everything that's slightly different is considered a, a graft. And uh, the Mascansa Peskim seems to be the lemons are not a surrogate, and that's a Morkov. Even that, there are minority opinions that hold that it's not. We're Machmer, but it looks similar. More bumps, less bumps. They have a very uh, strong smell, but they're different. So you have to figure out by each tree. So if you think you have something in your backyard, if it's a suffix and there's a good chance that it's really the same in, and the watering is it worse to draw a bone at the chaznish, so maybe there's room to, uh, for a hybrid of the sheet, there's no pun intended. So that would be Nagea. You're allowed to chop down a, a, a Yeah, that's chopping down a tree is It's not a daraisa. It's not a daraisa. If it's taking up more real estate than it's uh, sitting on and things like that. But yeah, you don't want to be machmer on that, this too quickly before you know it's a morkov because then you're running to the other shot. That's correct. And it could be a daraisa versus chaznish. Sounds like watering is only to Rabbonon. And there are those, the favorites should say, that there's no Isser once it's planted Bechlal. So, so yes, that, that would have to be kept in mind in the considerations. Yeah? What kind of tree uh, He was describing some, uh, the email was a few more pages, so I didn't print out all the pictures, but he said there's a common tree that he's come across that people have that they water all the time, and they're Mekayim and the gardeners. Um, um, he says, the reason I'm asking is that we have four weeping cherry trees that are apparently grafted. And as he says, as I can see from the pictures, far away it looks like a miniature version of Weeping Willow, but you look closer. But I didn't print out the rest of it because uh, I wouldn't tell even with the pictures, but I'll take his word for it, that it's at least a Shaila. But saying you have to work into the equation, the fact that there's a machalik is whether there is an iser of watering it afterwards anyway, it is the iser, the raised drawbon, and if it's drawbon, and then it's a shadow cutting it down, might be. They don't have fruit at all? Okay, well, he's going to be listening to this very quickly. As a matter of fact, I think he listens to it at 3 in the morning after you upload it. So we'll, we'll hear from him. Maybe I'll send in some more detailed pictures, but I don't think I have any in my backyard. But uh, if we get more data, we'll. Will alert you to at least you'll know what to look for. Uh, this one is I haven't had in about a month and a half. At least a one minute throwback to Eli Chukas Sam. So I'm happy somebody sent this in. I was a little bit conflicted in printing out this picture and showing it. I printed it out, showing it. I don't want to hurt anybody's business. We're not here to attack anybody. And there's a prominent company that's marketing this. So with that said, hey, we're not going to show the picture. But this is a picture, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> This is a picture of a smash cake that's being now sold as the latest rage, even though we spoke about the Shiloh year plus, and I think it's been around five years before that. Apparently, it's increasing, because now it's sold. And I'm sure they didn't hear the shear and don't know it's a Shiloh. It's just by request of the customers. But just for the 30-second Chazara, it's clear our Moscona, without too much debate, was it's Bizayin Eichlin, it's baltashchis. Baltashchis was easier to work with because if you want to spray uh, foam and splatter it all over the walls, but with food, we don't normally do that. So that's where the Bizayin Eichlin comes in. Even in dollar and cents, the cream on the cake is cheaper than buying shaving cream, which I don't think it is. It's a problem. And I'm worried about the chukasem aspect. This, such a notion comes completely not from Klai's role that we would celebrate a party by having kids put their fingers in and 
smash it and smear it on the walls and the chairs and the tables and everything, and we just don't do that with food. So it's being now um, wrapped very nicely and sold, and again, no particular time on the companies that are doing it, if it's in demand, but I think we should lower the demand by letting people know that I just think it's... Uh, completely not lefi ruchenu and bumping into a few different isurim. I'm happy to say that when we spoke about it, it must have been like a year ago before the last summer, a couple of counselors came over to me and heard that that was the subject of the shear, and they said they had actually been doing it with whipped cream in camp uh, for all sorts of color war activities. So I told them about shaving cream. They said, what shaving cream? Baruch Hashem, So I told them, it says, obviously you don't use razors, Baruch Hashem. But shaving cream still exists. Is it more expensive than whipped cream? Less expensive? Well, all the people in charge of arts and crafts, but I, shaving cream is not a shayla b'zayin eichlin, and it's not a shayla b'atashchis. So, so he said, no, we actually throw this at people's faces, which was part of the same discussion. It's the same mishagas, which comes in the game of throwing pies at people and having that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we don't take food, we don't throw food, and we don't uh, have food on people's faces. It's just the whole thing is... Uh, is me. So when a two-year-old does it, I, I can maybe try to understand how you get cute pictures when it's all over the place, but there got to be better ways to have cute kids on their birthday, especially when the whole story of the birthday starts off on the wrong foot. So now it's really on the wrong foot. The birthday party, we could be miyashiv. Have the right things in mind. Okay. <coughs> Let's go to the Basil Levy in front of you. Basil Levy has been uploaded for all of those people on the screen here. It's three pages, two pages of the Basil Levy and a Tesis and Ksubis. And if you just walked in, you can get a copy. Uh, you have one, Gershon? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Okay. So this is going to be the introduction to the next subtopic, and that is the host and array of very, very difficult, challenging, but worthwhile Shailas in Kirov. On when we could... How do you assess the Aveiras being done, Tineshimishva versus not, and Kavana versus the actual Misa? And then we don't need the base levy for the next part, but we will be discussing when, as you suggested last night, it's not really a Michshal if you're trying for the greater good. When do we allow that? We have a difficult time whenever any sentence starts off with, why don't we do an Aveira for the greater good? <laughs> that should ring all sorts of bells and whistles and red flags coming up, and we don't normally do it. And over here, the only reason it's a discussion, it says, and Michshol means a Michshol, but right now it is a Michshol. Shail is, what are we doing? So we're going to get back to that. Be in Rav, it's going to be a whole discussion, but that's not right now. We have to first see the Beis Levi. His Beis Levi is in the Beis Levi on Chumash, it's not in the Chuvah's Beis Levi, and that's why the Chiddush that he's going to say, which he doesn't seem to hold as much of a Chiddush, and he's going to have many rayas too, sounds like it holds of it L'Halacha. We won't know. It's not a Chuvah's Beis Levi, but the later Peskim debate whether we should use this L'Halacha, and it's going to make a lot of uh, difference in terms of the uh, Nafkimini we're going to spell out. So, it's on Chumash. Let's see the Pasuk and the Dik and the Pasuk. It's in Shemais, the bottom of the second column. Vayarlakim is Bnei Yisrael, Vayeda Elokim. So the Beis is going to want to know what Vayeda Elokim. Kosh always knows. Kosh is Kaviachol 
all-knowing is one of the descriptions. So it wouldn't be a Kiddush to point out one particular pasuk of Hashem seeing is just a description of the So Hashem always sees and always knows. Okay, but the seeing, we have him sukim, seeing, hearing, but Vayedalakim is unusual. And basically, if he wants to know what the Shatna Pasuk is. So he quotes a Yalkut, and this Yalkut is very famous. It's about to become more famous because of the Dik he's going to make. If you remember, when your great grandparents were crossing the Amsuf, so there was a whole tumult in Shamayim. Because the Sar Shamatrayim, being the Sar Shamatrayim trying to defend his people, saw that the waves are going to come crashing down on his people and wipe out the remnants of the army. And the Adatayna says, I don't understand. Why is the sea splitting for Klai Israel and not for the Mitzrayim? What's the difference? And Akash Baruch is going to answer, we're going to see the Lush inside in a moment, that it looks the same, but Klai Israel did it due to the Shibud and their Anusim, and you're going to see when we come to Mount Terra, it's going to be different, they're going to do Tshuva. The Mitzrayim had no pressure, no Ainus, and they shouldn't be doing this, they only have Zion Mitzvahs. Let's see it inside. Kitrik, Sasha, Mitzrayim, Ayisrael, Shavda, Varazara, Bala, Tshuva, Halolo, Avdu, Misach, Shibud. It's a Kosh Baruch Hu answer to the Sasha, Mitzrayim. Halolo, Avdu, Misach, Shibud, Misach, Tir, Fadas. Shema atadon al shege kemezid val enis karatzen. Kashbachu says, How can you compare Klai Yisrael to the Mitzrayim? This is an honest, and they're doing it baratzen. Now, Atkan is the Medrash. The Basil Levi starts off with the following Anacha, which is key to this whole Mahalach. Whenever you have in Shas and in Psukim, and in Sachman Patri, which is Lundaf from Pasuk, Lanar Lasasa Dover. That's a pretty important hanacha, which you can't really disagree with. Aynas means that they're only doing it because they're forced into it, but they wouldn't normally do it because it's an Avera. Next page. So we say, there's absolutely no debit in the account. Because it's not their fault. That's the answer Kashbach was giving to the Sasha Matrayim that they had a long bitter shibud and they were swallowed up into the culture of Matrayim, and it's not their fault. However, if the Ainus has nothing to do with the real reason, the honest reason why they're doing it, it's not because they are. It happens to be there is an Ainus in this particular scenario, but they did it yesterday and they will do it tomorrow without the Ainus, unfortunately. You see where this is going to go. He's going to give specific examples. So he's going to talk about Chilo Shabbos, which is the unfortunately the most common example of Averis Chamiris, but before he does that he brings an example from the Hafla. The Hafla is a Sefer Machne uh, and the Rav Frankfurt and the Hafla says something very fascinating in Ksubis. In Ksubis if you recall the whole sugi of the Chiv of um, Yishavet Yisrael, the Inyanim and the Mailas and really 
the sugi is coming from the shibudim, the husband to the wife, the wife to the husband, who has the taina, she wants to live there, he wants to leave, so whoever wants to live there wins, whoever wants to live in Yishalayim over, over any other city. And the Gemara there mentions a din that if somebody is married for 10 years and they don't have children, they should really have to get remarried, or if there's firedom or pre rabbinagation marry somebody else, because they have a chiva pruvu. The din in Shulchan Aruch, as it's brought down, the Ramaz says, we're not kaif on this today. The question is, why not? So, the Gemara says that if 10 years went by, Shaila's 10 years today, the benchmark, if we have the medical uh, tools to figure out that either the problem can be solved or it can't be solved, but we can figure that out earlier than 10 years, that's not us again now. It's a difficult sugya, not us again now at all. The Afla mentions the din, that if the 10 years went by, they should be kaifer right away. Basin should be kaifer. Why is Basin getting involved? The answer is the mitzvah sase. And kviadatit is a chiv. Today in a democracy, it's not going to work. Okay, maybe. But make our din. Just we shouldn't get used to these phrases which the world and the press throws out as a horrible thing. The Gemara says in a number of places that Beistin has to be Kaifa. So why isn't Beistin Kaifa over here? So the first excuse, sort of, Maybe the reason they didn't have children is because they're Chuslarts and they have the Avera, quote-unquote, of being Chuslarts, and that's as being Gerim, the Lakasiyat Shmaya, and therefore... We're not kaifa because we would advise them to move to Yisrael to reset the clock. But if they're staying in Chutzler, it's then the problem's not going to be fixed, and therefore we're not kaifa. Kasa b'hafla, afagav da'anam paiskinam. The flaw says, well, it's in the Middle Ages. So very, very few Yechidim went to Yisrael. And even when Talmud Agro started going, Talmud the Baal Shem Tev, it wasn't easy. But before that, it really wasn't easy. And the Ramban, when he finally got there, um, couldn't find a minion in Yushalayim. And uh, other Rishanim went. Some of them got killed on the way when they got there. Very difficult. So for the masses, it wasn't really an option for two reasons. It was dangerous. And Tysus brings down, we'll see the Tysus in a moment, that it was also dangerous in a Ruchniyistic way. So they couldn't keep the mitzvahs until he's buried. So then it's better not to go. There's a lot of uh, commentary called guesswork on why the going turned back. He left, wrote his family a very famous letter called the Geras We call it a Geras He left a letter to his Rebbitzin and to his children, and he planned on walking to, basically, to Eretz Yisrael the long, hard way. And months and months and months went by, and all of a sudden he came back. And, of course, everybody asked him, his family, his Talmidim, why he came back. He never told anybody the answer. So any answer you see in print is conjecture. Allah Dabrahu, he's Mesa Nefesh to go, and he said he's going to go. As Talmidim went afterwards because they saw it was Chashiv to do, but he didn't make it. And they say he made it as far as Turkey or something like that. He made it most of the way. So, some Taina, very apropos for this year, the Malachikis, the Beisesif, and the Mabit by Shemitah, whether the Goyim have when they grow food is have Kedusha Shemitah. It doesn't have Kedusha Shemitah, and the Minig was Lahokal, like the Minig Yushalayim today. And he held, like the Menigam Benebrach, like the Chaznish will hold, will hold later on, that it does, and um, 
all the problems of those days. They, they made a chayim, you couldn't go against the minig, and therefore he didn't want to start up with the, with the minig. And he, he heard all this, I guess the closer he got to Israel, the more you heard of what the minhagim were, and he decided it's not going to work, so he turned back. It's interesting, we wouldn't turn back for that. But that's why the Vilna Gaim is the Vilna Gaim. But we wouldn't have been walking there either in the first place, which is why the Vilna Gaim is the Vilna Gaim. So he turned back. It was difficult. Abba Ben Chaim is going to be brought in Taisus that if you can't do it well, then don't do it. And Taisus brings the both reasons the Gashmi and the Ruchnius. Im came. Laflas making a very powerful point. He says, we're not kaifa today because it's not going to help because we forced the issue. We have a thing suspicion that the oven chuslas might contribute. So if we can force the move to Israel, it's one thing, but we can't because the same reason nobody else is going. Too dangerous, Rukhmias, Gashmias, so we can't force it anyway. So how are we going to force him to divorce and get remarried? It's Avon Chutzlar, it's that's being Gairim. And the Afla says he wouldn't be going anyway. What Avon Chutzlar is? He's an Anus. So the answer is, the Afla's point is out, this is going to be the main point of the base of Levi, is that yes, it's an Anus and he can't go, and he's Mamish and Anus with all the other millions of Yidden. But it's quite possible that he wouldn't go anyway, even if it would open up. And therefore, it's labeled as Avon Chutzlar. Think about that point. That's a very powerful uh, idea. But that's really what the base Levi started saying. So the oven chutzlars is still present even though he wouldn't go anyway. The answer is, but that's not why he's not going. How do we know? We don't. But we're chayshish. The whole thing is only a shema oven chutzlars. The whole thing is fascinating. He didn't have children. Amavino didn't have children either. There could be five million reasons. <laughs> so we're looking at something, we're pinning it on this. Maybe it's Lashon Hara, maybe it's Bithel Teira. It could be a million things. Pick something which is like almost universal. So the Aflah is asking, almost universal, but nobody can go. That's why it was universal. He says, yeah, but maybe half the people wouldn't go anyway, even if it's doable but inconvenient. So Aflah sees see from here that. It doesn't help you that you couldn't go anyway. We look at what you ask. So how do you know? We don't know, but Shema Oven is just, the possibility is there. So therefore, we can't be kaifa already. Take a look at the taste for a moment before the base lady goes on to his next example. Tasis is three tastes and down on page three. Who are Malalus? Malalus is husband and the wife. So whoever wants to stay has the upper hand. Ena noyig bezmanazeh. This maila slash mitzvah Chiyuv, whatever you want to call it, Mitzvahkiyumis, Mitzvahkiyumis, different sugya. Edenayi b'zmanazeh, dika sakhanaz drochem, it was pasha dangerous to travel there. Dangerous to travel b'chal, suddenly to Yisrael, in the Middle Ages, you don't know, the, the, the Ishmaelites didn't like the Yidden coming, and the Crusaders didn't like the Yidden coming, and uh, there was no safe way to really go there, whoever happened to be there. Therefore, in Ruchnius, it's too dangerous, and therefore we don't go. And that's what the flaw is saying. So he can't go anyway. The answer is yes, but deep down, that might not be the reason he's not going. Go back to the base of Levi. Next paragraph. Next paragraph. 
If he habitually doesn't do this mitzvah, habitually does this Avera, even if punct yesterday's happenstance was an Oynes, Sometimes it comes up in Shabbos, you have to be Shabbos for a Shabbos, or whatever the reason is. So then, normally a Shemir Shabbos, now you're not, so it's not only not an Avera, it's a mitzvah. It only works for people who would normally be keeping Shabbos. This is a pretty big statement. Even in the two hours he was asik in this mitzvah of Sakhanus Lafasha, saving people. So shaygeg is worse than I missed. You have to bring a carbon if it's something that had a chi of curries. But amazing. But as it's about to prove in a moment, you don't have to bring a carbon unless had somebody told you it was Shabbos, you would have stopped. But if you normally don't keep it anyway, shaygeg doesn't make a difference either. This is a drosha deraisa. Derak hashav midiyasai. To bring a carbon chattis. You all, if it ever happened to you, Rachmanazlan, you got to write it down so you remember if you're still alive and the base of Mitzvah comes. If after you died, you come back, you know, Chayv Achatis. It has to still be Chayv Mitzvah. But it has to be Chil Shabbos that either you forgot it was Shabbos, you didn't know it was Shabbos, or you didn't know the Malach was also. Not if you're not Gary Shabbos because you're not Shemir Shabbos. Now, if you grew up not Shemir Shabbos and you didn't know, so that's um, one big, and the Gemara talks about uh, the original Tishnishmas in the Gemara. But there has to be hashav mi diyasai that if you'd find out, you would stop. Zelatam rak hashav mi diyasai mevi karbanal shagasa, misha en hashav mi diyasai, and mevi karbanal shagasa. Why? The gam shagasa lemik shagigamer, v'lo He doesn't get the mindless of the kapara, bring a carbon, because had he known this information, he wouldn't have stopped anyway. Then he's not in line, then he's not labeled as a shagig, like he's not labeled as an honest. Because the Averas, the Chatas, even the Shege, became more severe. Why? The oven who If you habitually don't keep this category of mitzvahs or Averas, so how does he tie this in with the Pasuk? We're going to see right now, and then we'll go back to why this is so important. Like you asked before, how do you know? Only Hashem knows. He says, that's shot in the Pasuk. He says, nobody can really tell what would you be doing if not for the anus of the Shaggy of this situation. If it's the Gamma from we know what he's doing based on the fact that he doesn't know anything, but if we're talking about somebody who otherwise is keeping mitzvahs like Klayasar, but they were just involved in Avodah Zarah, they weren't involved in Arayas, Baruch Hashem, so how do you know what they would do if you take away that pressure, that anus? So Hashem knows. Were it not for the fact that anus was here. Only Hashem knows. Hashem was looking at Klai Yisrael and he's answering the Sashem Mitzrayim. 
Sasha and Simon says the same thing. What's the difference? The answer is, I know that deep down, had they not had this on us, they wouldn't be doing this. And you, Mitzrayim, don't have any on us. It's your country. You're free. And you're doing it anyway. Pirish, the Rom, Asem, Shisrom, Asherisen, Atta, Bishibudam, because of the Shibud. They're all for tumult. And Hashem told the Sashem Mitzrayim, you'll see when I free them, finally after Kriyas Yamtif and they go to Hasinai, they're going to stop doing Avad Hazar. Barring Chet Egel, which they, most people were not involved in and they held, it was just a conduit and they were again panicking and they were punished. But they're going to stop and they did stop because Beteva, they weren't of the Avad Hazar. I mentioned the story uh, once when I was uh, living in Eitz uh, was in Harnof, and the week, I remember, <laughs> it was, was on Thursday, the week before we would do, Hatzalah of Harnof made the announcement they're not doing any more pickups on Shabbos. The head of Hatzalah was a friend of mine. I went to him, I said, this is a fine time to cancel pickups on Shabbos. I mean, pickups of women having babies and have to get to the hospital. Uh, I said, why would you cancel it now? He said, nothing personal, but uh, we get no sleep. There were so many thousands of families. That was like the Ramada school of its time. Uh, is that we get every, the, the whole night, the whole Shabbos. We never have a, it's not a taxi service, and there's some emergencies. We'll take those, but uh, you got to figure out a way to get to the hospital. Hospital was not anywhere near Harnof. Um, there was a hospital closer to Harnof, not the hospital we were going to, but even that's not walking distance. At Shari Zedek's a lot closer than Miskavadach was. Miskavadach doesn't exist anymore, but it's in Katamon. Do you remember Miskavadach? Okay. It's a big hospital. That, they specialized in their, their birthing center. They were very good. So um, I told them, okay, look, um, you have no Shabbos. You have no Shabbos. I uh, feel bad. And then uh, I asked them what the other option is, or what are they? <laughs> so he said, well, not too many. So he said, you can either get an Arab driver, Mind you, the only reason we're driving anywhere is because we don't want to be in Sakana. That didn't sound too enticing, even though it was before any intifada. So um, there are those who regularly take uh, Arab drivers, nothing like getting a ride, maybe a discount from a cousin, from the Kaisal. I haven't had too great a track record, so I try to avoid it. Uh, but um, statistically, it's safe, but you have to feel safe. The whole idea of the husband going along is uh, she should feel calm. You know, it's not... Uh, not a good idea uh, for the general um, calmness uh, and smooth uh, operations. So what's the other option? The other option is you can find a semi-illegal monit company that's not supposed to be open, that's Jewish, and they're open anyway, and you can use them. Not so easy to find, Baruch Hashem but they existed. So that's his base Alevi. And the Rabbi Zilberstein and Teresia led this, which the Sefer had just come out. Two notable things happened, like uh, two weeks before um, my eldest was born. They shut down at Solon, the Sefer came out, and the two are very related. <laughs> because he discusses the Shaila length. And he says, well, the Beis Alevi says that if you take somebody who's driving around anyway because he's not from, what's going to happen during those two hours when he picks up somebody who's having a baby and he had a heter slash mitzvah to bring them to the hospital? What happens in Shemayim? So the Beis Alevi Yad Chumish, which we just saw, says that um, what's going to happen in Shemayim 
is that the videotape is going to be going and it's going to have all the horrible scenes of his Chilo Shabbos. And then he's going to get to punk that Shabbos, say, wait a second, that was Viner. I remember that one, going to the hospital, you've got to erase those two hours from the videotape. I don't know what's going to happen next in Shemayim, but either they'll say, you obviously missed the Chuvas Beis Halevi, which isn't the Chuva, but became the discussion of many Chuvas, and we don't take it off the video because you honestly were not driving there because there was a lady in distress. You were driving because it was a taxi fare. That's a pretty drastic difference. And the nafkimina, well, it's nafkimina for me, is should I call him? So some say, well, if you don't have his Beit Levi, you should not call him. Because if you're driving around and be Michal Shabbos, you can at least save him two hours of Chil Shabbos. That's a lot. Remember, in this sugya, you're getting the idea. We, every time you pump that gas pedal is a Shailiv Niver. So hey, you can save him two hours. That's a big chesed. It's not so posh in the Metzius. Even that cheshman without the Beit Levi would work because if he has nobody calling, which it's pretty quiet than usual I am, especially Shabbos morning, he'd be sitting in his taxi stand watching TV. That's far less malachasai. You have to first know the Messiah. Is he driving around now? You're taking two hours out of it to give him a mitzvah. But not with this Beis Levi, you aren't. This is Beis Levi says, Mamish no chilik, because he can't tie it was Hakan Safashit. That's a big nafkamina. And I um, started thinking, and debated in the Paiskim. Should we pass like this Beis Levi? It sounds like he's saying he has rayas, and he sounds like the floor holds like him. That's a big nafkamina. And if you're machmer for that, then this is not an option. The next option is to get a from driver. I had a from driver until three days before, called Hatzala. The head of it was from Muncie. I remember who it is. <laughs> and he said, uh, and I didn't ask him as I was trying to be nice. Now that you officially canceled it, if I call you, can you come anyway? So I didn't do that because I didn't think it was nice. Of course, it's only a one in seven chance it's going to happen, right? So you'll never guess what happened as I was starting Baruch Shamar Shabbos morning in Shul. Couldn't make this up. So um, a kid comes running at the shul and starts saying my name. Is that a gnome? I said, yeah, can I help you? I, I'm just about to start. Zimra. He said, yeah, your wife uh, sent me here. <laughs> so by that time, I had already uh, barred my father's car, Les Breyer, because I didn't want to get involved in the base of Levy, and I didn't want to take any of our cousins. And I barred my father's car. And I actually barred my father's car with enough time to do a practice run to go to Katamon because I told the story to my kids within a year or two of this uh, Chazara, and they couldn't understand. Would you go practice one? Well, well, your GPS wasn't working? <laughs> so I said, there was a time where they didn't have GPS, at least not for civilians. They thought that was Hafladik. So I actually drove there once, and I know you flying pretty well to get to Katamon. One practice one was fine, and I, the hospital's a big hospital. And so I come home in my talus and run into the house, run outside, run into the car that I'd taken everything out and shabbatized it, if you call it, um, made up that word. And then I hear a kid going into a, the apartment, not the kid who got me, screaming to his mother in Hebrew that there's a Haredi-looking fellow driving on Shabbos. So I hoped he didn't really spread that news. It was mamish high time. It was like 8 o'clock, 8.15. Everybody was <laughs> going to shul. So I pull out, and it was a machaya. There was nobody on the road. 8.30, Shabbos morning on Yushalayim. I have nobody on the road. I was able to 
coast to a stop by every light without pressing the gas pedal and do I had a and we were in a particular rush, I just wanted to get there. And I went by the Wilson Buildings, by the Knesset, by you know the whole thing over there. And then I get to Katamon and all of a sudden I realize I'm in another neighborhood and all the buildings look the same. <laughs> just and then I realized I should have done two practice runs. That would happen even three. Everything looks the same. So I just made one wrong turn and then a second turn. And um, the Rebbitson had the good sense after the second turn, this two minutes into being lost, said, I don't think we have a head to keep driving. I'll be fine. Why don't we walk to the hospital? It's very healthy. So I got out, and I, uh, I didn't turn off the car, but that's awesome. And I locked the door. And then we found it eventually. I came back once to Shabbos. The um, car was not running. I'm approaching the car. I didn't hear anything. I said, that's strange. So either somebody replaced my car with a Tesla that doesn't make noise, or I ran out of gas, but I had a full tank. I look inside, there's a note from the police department, the car's locked, mind you. <laughs> the police department, inside, we have your keys in the Mishtaran Rechav Yafa. I went to pick it up, did I get a Mishaberich, and it wasn't a Mishaberich for the new mother of the, uh, I don't understand. They, 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 I, I couldn't know what the problem is. I understand Ivrit. They said somebody called the Chayfes Chashud. We had the whole bomb squad there. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, an American, we don't think like that. It's, you can't turn off the car because it's Shabbos. Now, I just leave you with a shy look. Can you turn off the car? Think of, it's Mamish Asugya. So, was that Lifneiver? No, that's the Maral Diskin again. <laughs> I did, that's not Lifneva, even if I knew. I don't know if it was Lifneva. Somebody's a call. So it's a little bit easier to be making a turn it off because you're not just causing Hilshah's people to come. It causes a lot of people to be very scared and they have to be able to, a car running, in hindsight, American, young American couple wouldn't know this at all. We don't, don't think like this. But a car running and a neighbor just running and we weren't on top of the hospital. That would have been more obvious. We were three blocks away. So it could be, there would be a head there. Bekitzer, she was born and she's married now, Baruch Hashem, with uh, many. Uh, uh, but uh, Lamaisa, this place, Alevi, plays a big role, and it might not be such a favor to take two hours out of a schedule driving around if it's still debited as Chil Shabbos. That's the Shaila. So, Mitzvah Shem, we will uh, delve into this tomorrow night.